Greetings, my name is James Major Burns, and this is The Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns. So I'm going to get right into this episode. I'm going to let you all know again that this is a safe space for myself and others to speak on things going on in our lives, in our world. This is a chance to share what's behind the mind of the creative versus what people think because they always think they know something and they don't. Because what you see ain't always the truth. Here we get to share, love, laugh, and learn together. So ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest here. He is the, not the creator, but the mastermind of Shrek the Musical, which I've been playing donkey in at La Comedia Dinner Theater in Springboro, Ohio. And we are down to four shows Guys, four shows. Do you remember when I was counting down to get here? Now we're counting down to get out. We have a show this afternoon, well, this evening, one tomorrow, two Sunday, and then Monday, I'm on my way home. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the director of Shrek the Musical, Mr. Chris Beiser. Hello. Thank I'm, you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. Because I'm excited too. <laughs> I didn't know if you would even like be allowed to do this. Oh, I didn't know yeah. how it was going to go, and I was so nervous. I was like, I want to ask Chris, <laughs> but I don't know how that like how that goes. So I was just like, hey, message on Facebook. That's right. Oh, message so on Facebook you say, and yes. answer. It's just, I think the whole thing was just trying to find a time to right. get the two of us in the same room to do it. Because <laughs> I didn't realize that you started doing another show right. already. Yes. So when you say at rehearsal, I was like, I thought camp was over. That's what I was thinking. Well, camp, it was camp and rehearsal. And right. yeah, so lots and then of one things of them was on. like, no, on, on the Golden Pond. I was like, oh, that show. Do you know the whole time I had saw you guys in there? You don't know, but I'll tell you. <laughs> I thought you were painting. And it wasn't until I actually saw you that I thought that they were just in there painting. Because I saw people in there painting one right. day. I was like, oh, there's, there's some old guy. He must be painting the steps. And then I saw you. I was like, well, Chris must just be in there telling him what to do. And then I realized, I was like, oh, no, this, <laughs> this is rehearsal. Yeah. And that, I was just waiting like for somebody to move in. I didn't know how the show was going. Oh, right. Yeah, because on Golden Pond, all the actors are local. So, right. so there I were new, new additions for housing. Right. So I was like, yes. I was so excited because I was like, all right, now we're going to be like the newsies when we moved in here. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, how's it going? You know, tell them the, everything and our whole experience. But no, we didn't get that. No. Which is fine. You didn't get to teach anybody the I didn't ways. didn't get to teach anyone no. the ways. I didn't get to tell them all my likes and dislikes and uh, not to touch my stuff while they're here. That's right. But that was um, funny thinking that you guys were just in there painting. And meanwhile, you're pre just preparing for a whole production. You know, nothing big. Not, no, no, no major ordeal. So no, nothing. we're going to get right into this. So okay. how did you react when you found out that you guys were doing Shrek the Musical? I was very excited because I think every high school, college, community theater has done Shrek, but we had Several never times. done it. <laughs> Several times. Yeah. <laughs> right. Over and over and over again. Right. And I have wanted to do Shrek. It's one of those things when we talk about the season, I'm like, let's do Shrek, let's do Shrek. But then up came Little Mermaid, mm -hmm. or here comes Mary Poppins. You know, so, people love Right. But I them. said, we're going to be on the back of the bus here if we don't get on board and do Shrek. Everyone's going to be doing Shrek. Right. So finally, it just, it worked out that this time this season we were able to do Shrek and I was just so excited because doing seven shows a year and here at La Comedia it was nice to do something new 
Because we're getting yes. to the point where we're repeating things. So it was something new. And I was like, ah, fresh. It's, and Yay. there's only so many things that you can do. And then you have to also, you know your audience. You kind of know what right. kind of things they'll mm -hmm. be interested in. Um, what they won't like and then there's always the show to do just to fill the seats because there's always those money makers You're like hey because you know like the Little Mermaid people are right. coming regardless It's the name and it's funny that you said the Little Mermaid and Mary Poppins because I've been talking lately You know how they have like Disney princess right. little groups that run around who like you're not Elsa But you're like the ice queen. Mm -hmm. I was like I should be donkey, but I can't go around saying, hey, I'm the jackass like, <laughs> Not at like a kid's party, but right. like there's nothing or not much for guys to do when it comes to stuff like that. Like, no. Guys love Disney. Little boys love mm -hmm. Disney, too. And I, I think they need to make a movie for us, like a prince or something. Oh, like, yeah. You have Mary Poppins. You have Ariel. You have all. Like, I was thinking Aladdin is Aladdin. Cru yeah. But it's all about Princess Jasmine. Like, no one cares about him. Still, you don't worry about Aladdin. And they, they put so much emphasis on the genie. Right. So you totally forget so really Aladdin like, even exists. Like, third, fourth character right. in the movie is right. basically about him, but no. And then you get to something like a Hercules, but, and I don't know that they've really even turned that into a musical yet on, on Broadway. Allegedly, it's coming, you know, with the way they're doing live action um, oh, yeah. films and stuff. If the fans keep asking for it, I'm pretty sure it'll come. But you, like you said, there's Hercules. There's like there's a few, but like they're not like emphasized. No. There's not a lot of emphasis on them. It's all the Disney princesses, and then there's always like the guy, like Flynn Rider and um, like Tingle. I always think like he's really funny. They're, yes, they're, you you don't have the the prince who maybe is a little homely or, you know, right. wh why can't he get the girl? Let's do the whole story around why the prince can't get the, right. instead of the girl can't get the boy. <laughs> right, maybe it shows the whole movie of, like, the princess just not being interested of, in him at all. Right. Or maybe he's locked in the tower. Maybe they had a boy first and they were like, nah, no. this isn't going to do, sending you away. Right. And maybe there's a tough chick out there that's just making her way and she runs into him and he sings the um, song like, you know, like Fiona sings um, Dreams Come True. Dreams Maybe come he true. has his dreams come true. Yeah, we, we lock the boy away because we wanted the girl because all fairy tales right. have to have, have a, a girl. Princess. So, so, look, so since we have a boy. A story right here. <laughs> if you copyright this, you better let us in that's right. because we're recording this and we have the time and the date and we will sue you. Mm -hmm. We've got but, it. Right. So you figure out you're doing Shrek the Musical, so I heard about the auditions. I always check for Shrek because Donkey is my dream role. Okay. And I've completed it. So I always check and I'm like, hmm, this is in New York City. I work Monday through Friday until 7 mm -hmm. p.m. How am I going to swing this? And then I just it? happened to call. I was like, you know what? Let me see where the theater is. Mm -hmm. I saw that it was in Ohio. I was like, oh, bank. I'm calling them. They were like, hey, auditions are on Saturday. It was like Thursday. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh. Okay, let me get ready. Had to get ready. I asked one of my friends to come with me, and we drove down here, and I auditioned. Mm -hmm. So yep. I, I've asked everyone this, and I, I'll ask you, and it's like a two-sided question. What was your first impression of me at auditions and then the first day of rehearsal? But you can answer the auditions first. The auditions? When you walked in the door, it was donkey. I mean, really, I mean, to me, I, I think I've had a little talk with you about this before. When you walked in, at Donkey, when you t spoke, when you greeted us and everything, it was exactly, I said, this is, this is a good, strong potential for Donkey. You sang 
I mean, I thought, uh, I thought every, everything was, was perfect. And it was a little bit more that our producing team right. thought that they thought Donkey should be a bigger guy, which I was like, no, I don't see that. I think right. he can be a nice... Right, you know, I'm a nice little slim 5'9". <laughs> slim 5'9". A whopping 150 pounds. Right, and, and that's, that's dry. That's not even wet. Right, right. So. I was going to say on a dry day. <laughs> We've had a lot of those around here. So, and that was, so that's, I was very much and very excited when it came around that we did get to call you and that you had not done... Something else that you weren't off that we weren't going to be able oh, to bring you. Listen, I tell everyone, it's so funny. I'm so happy I get to talk to you about this because I had this whole plan to walk in and say, I have my whole tagline. I was going to be like, greetings, my name is James Major Burns. And unlike everyone else you saw today, I woke up like this. And I, I, have, I had like things ready to say if you would have said, woke up like what? I was going to say, bald. I had a head full of hair last night, and it just completely fell out. And I like had things ready. But then I walked yeah. in, I, I kind of got like a little nervous when I got down to the floor. I was like, okay. And I started breathing fast. I don't know if you all could tell, but I breathe fast, and I already talk like this. And somebody had went to the bathroom. I was like, okay, cool. I can talk to them a little bit. And then somebody said they were lived in Warren, which is not that far from where I stay in Youngstown. I was like, oh, this is going great. And then when I got done singing, you guys were like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wasn't expecting, like, a, like, wow, that was amazing. Thank it, was, you. it just went so fast. I was like, yes. Okay. And my friend had went right before me, and Nasir actually went right after me, so I okay. was able to meet Nasir. And as soon as, the, like, I was walking out and I heard Nasir started to sing, I was like, oh, gosh. Because, you know, when oh, it yeah. comes to certain roles like, for, like, black guys, we know we only have, like, certain There's, roles we can right. play. So as soon as I got in there, the first thing I did was look around for everybody else who could be donkey. <laughs> I was like, okay, he's tall, but still. And I heard Nasir sing the bus, and I actually mm -hmm. played the bus in Carolina Change. Okay. And what was really funny, you, see, you don't know all of these things. This is so funny. Me and my friend sat near Nasir in the hallway. Near Nasir. Say that three near, times yeah. fast. And we were singing Carolina Change because we did it together. We were just singing all of this music. So when he came out, I was like, yeah, great job. So I sat out here and sang 20 minutes of Carolina Change. Why didn't you say anything? And he was just like, you know, I just... I didn't know if I should say anything. And I was like, I understand. You know, he went to school. They teach you to stay focused at mm -hmm. auditions. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'll consider myself a rogue artist because I just took to community theater and I built my way up from that mm -hmm. versus learning properly in quotations, right. if you want to say, oh, yes. <laughs> how to conduct yourself. So I'm always like, hey, how's it going? It's Look, you know why I'm here, and I know why you're here. We might as well be nice to each other. <laughs> good luck. And he wished me, like, he told me I did a good job at walking out, and I, told, I was like, that was so nice, and I, I told him good luck. So I was happy when I came back that I got a chance to mm -hmm. meet, like, he was actually in the show. I was like, hey, I know someone. Right. But, like, I was excited to dance. So I, this was my mindset. I was like, okay, I have to sing well. If they hear my, me talk as Donkey, and if they see me dance, I have a better possibility of being in the show some way. I said, I want to be donkey, but if they don't want me to don be donkey, I guess I could figure out who else to be in the show because <laughs> I'm trying to prepare myself just in case you guys were like, yeah, we want you to be the big bad wolf. I was still going to come in here and talk just like donkey. I was like, my <laughs> wolf's voice is going to be donkey and they're going to know and one way or another. But I was like, oh. And then I think it was Joe that came out and he was like, so we won't be dancing today. I was like, oh no. <laughs> no. 
He was like, there were a lot more people here than we expected. I was like, really? This is Shrek. Oh, I mean, this right. movie was monumental mm-hmm. to us. And then they had three sequels. Right. Which everyone right. may not have this, seen, but the people who've seen it have love. And this show, we had so many auditions. I mean, locally and in New York, we just had hundreds and hundreds of people audition for this show. It was uh, more than we've had for any other any other production we've done. Well, I'm glad Crazy. that they auditioned because now that they like know the names or they right. have like the email list, they'll be like, ready to come. And it's so funny because I and, um, did my episodes with Corey and Sarah mm-hmm. and Lucy, who all went to New York City for the audition, and we were just talking about the, well, they were talking about how many people were there and how they like found out about it. Sarah like saw it on Facebook and then she liked it and then all of these people started messaging her like, hey, are you going to this audition? Like, what's going on? Like, do you know the details? She's like, read the post. <laughs> it's so funny. I do was like, I at did. this day and age, you're going to look read. on Facebook and you're going to be like, hey, I saw that you were going. Tell me everything. She's like, read the post. Read. Like, literally. But I almost drove to New York after my audition here and because I'm I didn't to do it again. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. And my friend was like, you sounded great. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going, I'm going to New York city. You want to come? And then I was like, you know what? No, just relax. And I, it, again, this is so, so funny. So it took some time for you all to call me. So I went through the like seven stages of depression. <laughs> I looked for three weeks. I did not go to sleep before 3 PM. And I was just like, I just, I literally could envision myself walking onto a black stage being donkey. I was just like, I was like, I'm, I'm donkey on days I don't even want to be, be donkey. donkey. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't know who else could be donkey. Like, I am donkey. Like, that's how I felt. And I don't go on many auditions, so I don't process going in, being right. told no, okay. going out, going in, being told no. Because to be honest, I haven't auditioned for anything in almost three years because I'm getting older. I didn't go to school. I don't like sight read and I'm balding. I was like, (laughs) I was like, everything's just looking against me right now. So I was just doing theater in my city. I started doing my own cabaret series. I was going to make my own way if I couldn't get in the way I wanted. So somebody kept, this man kept telling me, he was like, you need to go on an audition. I don't know what it is, but you just need to go. I was like, okay, whatever. Let me see if Shrek is anywhere. I saw your audition and here I am. And here you are. And, and it was, and that, right. And from, and you said about what happened when you walked in to the first rehearsal, it was donkey. Oh. I mean, really it was, I mean, you, you have embraced donkey from, from day one. I mean, you have been, um, you've been delightful just, just as a person because mm-hmm. you Thank are, you. I mean, you're donkey as a person. He you are so, so <laughs> yes, you want, you're right there. I mean, it's not like you're in someone's face, but you're, you're right there and you're so kind and so always fun and always got a little laugh and a little jab to your step. And it's, a, I mean, you were, yeah. You well, were, I'm so you were glad perfect. to hear that. I was so <laughs> nervous because I had been donkey twice already. Oh, wow. And I already knew what one of my notes was going to be. It was going to be slow down. You talk talking. too fast. <laughs> I, I talk too fast on my daily life, you know? Right. So I was like, okay, I don't want him to tell me to slow down talking. I, I went over my notes yesterday. I looked at my little binder and I was like, slow down. Slow. I was like, oh. And I was like, okay, he is not going to keep telling me this. And I remember one day you told me, it was probably like four days in and you were like, just slow down. And I was so mad. I was I was so mad at myself. You don't know how mad. I was like, mm, he's not going to tell me to slow down again. And we get in the tech week. He's like, I still need you to slow down a 
little bit. And I'm like, okay, donkey's jumping off a bridge because he's going <laughs> to jump off that rickety bridge because I cannot keep being told. I was just being very hard on myself because this is right. like my first professional um, gig, oh, like away from home. Mm -hmm. I've never had a chance to um, play a character so long that way I could develop it. Right. And you it's do. definitely yeah. helped me with acting because in rehearsal process at my community theater, there's so many people involved. Everyone's not there to progress. A lot of people come to have fun. It's just fun. And it's understandable. It's community theater. But yeah. I'm always, and with everything I do, I'm trying to learn what I can do to um, step my level up. Right. So I can grow. So I can be a, a better actor, a better performer all around. And especially in community theater, sometimes when you have people like that, they tend to not give you so much attention Mm -hmm. And they pay attention more to the people right. who Some, the who things need that need a little bit more. Right. Yeah, they leave those people that know what they're seem to know what they're doing. Just just leave them alone. So right. being donkey twice before, I did not get like much um, many like notes to do right. things besides maybe slow down on my talking. <laughs> but besides that, like choreography, even so, when we did, don't let me go. I was like, oh. This is the most choreography I, I've done for this. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to expect because last time they were like, stand here. Stand there. Do whatever you Come want in between. <laughs> stand there. Do whatever you want in between. And, and then I have marks to go to. Right. And I was just like, I wonder how this is going to be. Oh, I'm dancing. Oh, I'm dancing. <laughs> and I was like, I was just ready, ready, ready. And I just wanted to like, like make you proud. I just wanted to oh. like, just feel like yeah. I, you know, belong, like deserve to be here. So I was just like, I was like, I just want to be a great donkey. Again, this is one of my, like my dream right. role. If you would ask me who I could play besides Dina Jones and dream girls, cause I know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I was like, I would say donkey. Wow. That's neat. And I mean, I'm, that's a, that's, that's great. I, you know, when you say the thing about uh, you wanted to keep growing, that, it means a lot to me because a lot of times people will come in who've done the part before, who've done a role, and then put up a wall. I have done the donkey this way, and this is the way I'm going to do donkey. And oh, no. it's going to be a fight with you to try to get, but you were always very receptive to any, any I idea. I everything. Every, and then the other thing that I think is really excellent about what you did is you say you've grown, which you have. I mean, you know, I've, I've only been able to come in and watch bits and pieces of the show, but to watch, uh, to watch you grow, but yet you remained consistent. You did grow, but you didn't grow to a point that it was like, well, that's not even donkey anymore. That's, I always say I'm not trying to outdo myself. Right. I'm not trying to like go out every night. Like even when I'm saying I'm trying to grow, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to have a better understanding right. of donkey. Mm -hmm. So of his characteristics and because I got a chance to do it so long, I'm like, I don't have to scream here, especially in Don't Let Me Go. It took me a couple weeks to realize where I was needed to breathe because Don Donkey has so much um, character and he has so mm -hmm. much higher energy. And because I can't see myself, I feel like I have to be like jumping to the ceiling at every <laughs> moment. And I was like, okay, I don't need to jump to the ceiling because I can't breathe. So and don't let me go. I had to like kind of configure some parts. I was like, okay, right here, I don't need to actually run because I need to sing. Mm -hmm. So being able to have the time to understand that was like one of the best things I had here. And then like on the first day, do you remember what you said to me the first day when I got to rehearsal? So I one, <laughs> I knows? didn't remember <laughs> that. I didn't know that you were the director. Oh, okay. I saw. I walked by a couple times. I was like, oh, that's the choreographer. Never knew you were the director. So, and I didn't have rehearsal like the first two 
or three that's days. That's right. That's right. So when I came in, I was so happy, right? I walk in. I was like, hello. You were like, who are you? <laughs> are you in this show? Oh, <laughs> I was kidding. No. You were kidding, but I, I was like... <laughs> I was I was like okay this is a professional show is he gonna be like one of those like old school like one two three four one two three like one of those type of choreographers yes. and then somebody was like yeah he's a director too but then I realized like you were playing I was, I was like, just like oh are you in the show oh, oh but nice to first, meet you I was like oh my gosh I was like I'm donkey uh, but please don't hate me and it's so funny people tell me every day and I I feel like they think it's the biggest like compliment they get, can give to me they're like you sound just like, like Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy you know what I say back to them never heard of him I'm like I don't know who that is the parents love asking us questions mm -hmm. to ruin the imagination Mission, in front of right. the kids they always ask Farquaad how are your knees you know he says well they're a little squishy we're like your child is right. right here. Do you see them? Do you tell them that Santa Claus isn't real, too? Step aside, man. <laughs> Pull the beard down. <laughs> right, right. Step aside, please. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing or something that you'll remember most about directing Shrek the Musical? The people. I mean, this was, I mean, I honestly have to say that it was, it was an, a fun show to get to do, but the people made this one so special. I mean, the cast to this show was um, was just such a talented group to to bring in from the different colleges. Our summer shows there always so bring so many college students in yes. the show, and that's that's a big thing with our summer shows. We get to bring a lot of people from colleges in the area, um, so that was just really a really nice experience. They brought in so much talent and so so much energy, which this show needed. Yes. So, but I just I just had a, such a fun time. It was such just a pleasant pleasant experience. The whole thing because you know we just closed Newsies right before we and Newsies was so structured. It had to be those boys doing those leaps and and had timing or someone was going to get hurt. Someone was right. going to jump on someone else. Oh yes. Um, and the turns and all of that kind of stuff. So when it got to Shrek, it was just so fun to just, it was, uh, it was doing a like fairy tale. You don't have tale. to stand up straight. You right. can just, you can slouch. And the characters and people just becoming Shrek and Donkey and Farquaad and the dragon. And I thought, this is just, it's just so much fun. I'm, I'm enjoying being creative and you guys were creative. And it was like, oh, this is just, it's just fun. I really loved how you would see like, somebody doing a dance and you were like I'm going to add that in the choreography <laughs> I was like that is so cool for them to experience right. something like this and then have a, a director or choreographer take something from uh, an idea from them and right. add it into the show like when the three blind the three mice blind wanted mice. to do that little thing I don't know what the dance is called but they do they do the shoot I, yes. I don't know what it's called yeah, they, I can, whatever I that thing is either. yeah they do but they were all three doing it and they were all three doing it very well you say if you can do it and sing, sing then you can put it in, and I, they... I was glad you said that. I was like, get like, the parts. And, yep, you can do that, and you can sing the parts. And they, it's like, okay, you guys can do it. And it's funny that you said the people, because that's literally been everyone's answer. I think that um, after they leave, it will be so unfortunate for some of them to go into the next shows, yes. thinking that the cast will be this way. Right. And a lot of times, um, someone will come back. They will come back here. And they'll do another show, and the show could be a newsies kind of thing, and they'll be like, "This just, this just isn't the same. This right. just isn't right. This just isn't." And it's like, well, I think there's the whole statement: you can't go home again. I mean, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. like it's this was this was a moment 
And this was a journey yes, that everybody like. took I together. I have this moment in like my little mm-hmm. snow globe now. I get to like set on the shelf. Right. Always remember it for what it was. And it's nothing I'm, I would try to recreate. Right. Even if we all came back together and did the show again, it would still be a different show. Oh, yeah. Versus because we, we will, most of us, and hopefully everyone would have grown from where we are now to a new place and right. a better understanding of ourselves as performers. And I'm so happy, again, that you said yes, because I've gotten to talk to everyone in the show, down to the children, and learn (laughs) so much about them. And you can thank Drew for that, because he was like, do you do kids on your show? I was like, why? Who's asking? (laughs) And, you know, he was playing Alex the Lion. Right. And we had a nice interview yesterday. Really? And he did great. great. Drew is great. The kids did great. How was it? How is it just being so res- responsible for thousands of jobs here. Yeah. Even in our show, we're like, okay, so Chris is over there making that. He's making that. He's running here, taking us to the interview, picking up the mail. I was like, well, I hope the check is nice. I said, I hope the check is nice because they run this is jack of all trade, jack of all directors. I'll tell yep. you that. They say I have, uh, somebody once wanted to know where my uh, hat stand was because they wanted to see <laughs> right. all the hats. They wanted me to change all my hats. But uh, so you, your, your question was, oh, I forgot what, <laughs> what was the question. What was the I said the thing about the hats and I forgot what your question I was. Look, and I was looking down at more questions. What did I just ask you? This is live theater, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's funny. That is so funny. And now everybody in your listening audience is like, you just asked. You You just just asked. asked. (laughs) Like, you just asked. Sorry, guys, that we can't go back because it's live. I think it's about how, maybe how I do all, what am I doing, all the stuff I'm doing. How do you manage doing all these jobs? Oh, I was going to ask, how was it doing all of this and then having to stop and do Madagascar and camp? Like, how do you do all of this? How do you stay organized to keep everything in order and not lose your mind. <laughs> well, I lose my mind, so that's out. Um, I just have, well, for one, I love, I absolutely love. I mean, who can come to work every day in the morning and know that what you're going to do today is you're going to direct shows, you're going to create, you're going to choreograph, you're going to work with um, you know, talented, very talented people and children. I mean, of all so, ages. So who at all ages? Yes. Yeah. So who's you know? So that's that's a, a wonderful thing. That's just a blessing that I get to uh, get to come and do that. But I, in my office, I have stacks. And it's just there's the there was the Newsy stack and there's the Shrek stack and the Madagascar and. It works with my adult ADD because as soon as I'm a little tired of something, I just shuffle it and I move the next thing over. So, um, but yeah, like right now, uh, this morning we actually had a set design meeting for Elf. And yesterday I had to call the costume people in Baltimore about the costumes for Disaster. While we're in our final rehearsals for On Golden Pond. And last weekend for Shrek. And yeah, and the last weekend heading into Shrek. And once you're like, get past that process. So you're, you're basically... Done with Shrek, so you get to move on once right. the process is it's, gone. It's, um, you know, and, and um, I've had some people uh, maybe criticize a little bit. Maybe, you know, some people have left here not in their, uh, not the happiest people that have maybe left here at the end of right, their, right. Uh, their show. <clears throat> and <laughs> they've even made a comment that, you know, the director will just direct the show and then he's done with you and he moves on to something else. Because it does come across that I have lots of it. But it's like, I still think about Shrek every, I mean, every every time you're out there. I can't come out there and watch every single time. But I'm still, 
I, I asked. And what director would want? Right. What, I mean, it's like that giving like, the, I when didn't the show give starts, up. you give it to the, the right. stage manager and it becomes their show. But I had that baby. I mean, you know, and, right. I, and I, I, had, I, had, I went through the labor of having that yes, child. Yes, you did. Um, so I still wor I worry about my child, even though I'm not actually right there. That. How is, um, because we asked Tony, and you can listen to his podcast also, <laughs> uh, we asked him how how it felt because you know we kind of got close with Tony also mm -hmm. he was like I don't have time to like miss you guys because like I'm already like as soon as this like day yeah. is over the next day I'm in tech week he was like so I don't have like time to get like sad and like miss you guys he's like of course I'll miss like some people but I don't have time to process the fact like oh my gosh you know Shrek is over because I'm already going to be in right. on the Golden Pond, and then Disaster, and then Elf, and then he has his little break, but then mm -hmm. it starts the process back over. So how is that for you, being that you have even more to do with the shows and then the camps and behind right. the scenes and working in the office? It's, um, it's I, I, I have to say, it, at first, it was difficult to to take people to the airport and watch them and watch them leave because it was it was kind of oh man that's that's it was hard I mean your little tears would well up in your eyes and it's like you spend a lot of time you know, with you these spend people. a lot of time with the people and you know you you invested a lot of of stuff in them but it's come to the point now where it's like I feel like again like I just said it's almost like a father I've like I birthed the child and you guys grew for eight weeks now you're adults and the show's done and I just then watch you go and I'm like I just can only wish the best right. for you guys as you I hope you know all of us on Facebook or it's like I can't wait to hear hopefully wonderful things that they're off on tours or cruise ships or right. getting in other shows hopefully I see you again you get to come back so yeah it's a it's all. It's it's always a it's mixed emotions, you know. Yeah, I always hate to see a show in like Shrek has just been so much fun. Oh yeah. Um, and everyone gets along, so it's like I want this to go on forever because everybody's so happy. I know that would help our show <laughs> with the bonding of the cast, especially right. the, like the younger kids. When I saw how talented they were, I was like, oh, this is going to be great because everyone likes each other, so that chemistry will mm -hmm. show on stage right. when we're able to have fun in a fun show. It's easy to have fun in the show and forget to be professional because mm -hmm. it's Shrek. Right. But the fact that everyone took it so serious and they wanted to make sure like they were on point and to have people around you push you to be greater. Corey always says quality wants to be surrounded by quality and to have people around you That's that good. push you to be greater is what I think we all need in mm -hmm. on stage and in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. Like having, you know, when I got here for Newsies, I was like, the only person in the house who didn't go to school for theater and had it like a theater degree. So they're all asking me, they're like, yeah, we went to Amda, New York City, LA. I went to this school. I went to this school. They were like, where'd you go? I said, the Youngstown Playhouse Academy. They said, what's that? The community theater in, right. in my town. We just call it the Academy because that's what most of us that come from there, we go through that. Like if we didn't go to school and when I, I had to, go into real life and move into an apartment and stuff mm -hmm. and start working. So, and I didn't start performing until I was 20. So I had like horrible stage fright for years. So I was just like, okay, this is fun. And I never thought about it as a career. So, and then I thought about it for a career for a little bit. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm getting old and I still don't know all of the things <laughs> all right. I need to know. So maybe not. But just being here and even building up before I got here, I just was feeling like I was kind of outgrowing some spaces, not because I felt like I was 
better than people, but mm-hmm. I just felt like I needed to be in an area where everybody was going to take it serious because I was getting frustrated at the person here that was just right. having fun for the summer. And that's not fair for me to take that experience away from them. But I was like, I'm, I'm not here for that. And I want to be surrounded by people. But the only way to be surrounded by people like that is to go on auditions. Mm-hmm. And my fiance is only 22. And I, we've been talking. I'm like, I will not let you be, let fear keep you away from doing what you want to do. Like I let it keep me away. And I'm not ashamed. I know time happens and things are going to happen when they happen. Right. I'm just very grateful to be here and like, you know, it's three days away. I'm happy to go home. It's, it's bittersweet. I'm going right into dream girls, thankfully. That's right. And yeah. so I have that to do. And then, but after that, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And I've been asking everyone what their plans are. And you know, in this type of work, we will figure it out when someone calls and says, Hey, you got the job. I think that's what you just said right there, too, is, is with me as well, with the, I have another project to go into. I think when Shrek ends, some people are wondering, what now what? I have to go back to New York, I've got to start auditioning, or I've got to start, I've got to go back to work. I got to do. I've got to go back to school. And it's like, I went, I went right into something else, I'm, and I have something. So I think that's, that's makes it a little different in the way I can handle what's going, because I'm, I'm busy, I'm going right on and having another, another job and something else to do. So what advice would you give the kids who are still in school to have been able to, been lucky enough to be in school and be able to have a professional credit on their resume now mm-hmm. and they're going back? And for some of them, it's been great. Some of them, it's probably not been as great based on their role, based on what they wanted to do. And um, I will say the one thing, the fun thing about Shrek is that adult and kid thing. You watch it as a kid, then you watch it as an adult. And like the new story with the old ones that your parents know, so the mom and kid can like have fun. Can can enjoy it. That's what I really like. But like what advice do you give the kids who are going back to school? I always tell the kids... Keep doing, you know, uh, hopefully hopefully you enjoyed what you were doing here. But like you said, some maybe didn't enjoy it. But don't make that be, then I'm not right. doing this anymore. Yeah. There's, there's other, you know, try again. Try to do it again. I always keep saying keep, keep improving yourself. Keep doing stuff. If you need to take lessons, if you need to get involved with your school, I mean, schools have such wonderful programs. Get involved with your school. Get involved with the community theaters. Keep, just keep doing it. I mean, that's, that's the thing. You're going, a child is going to learn more. There's not that many professional opportunities for a child. I mean, right. we do some children's choruses, and we have some other professional theaters around here, but we really, there's not a big use for children. But there's so many youth programs that are doing children's summer theater or other children's shows. They need to just really get into those and just have a good time and learn to really enjoy theater and get better at what you're doing. And then when you come to La Comedia, we're just, we're thrilled. <laughs> right, waiting to have you. And talking to the kids on the show, and I, I say the kids, like the 16 and under, mm-hmm. especially the younger kids, to hear how serious they have taken it mm-hmm. and to have, to watch them also, it warms my heart because I was, at that age, I, I was playing basketball, running track, right. doing all kinds of things. When thinking about having a job, I was singing for fun. I was never thinking about it as a career already. Right. So to see them, they're like just little adults and they're like answering my questions, ready. Rain was ready. She sang and everything. I said, <laughs> no, I, 
I said, who done taught you that you go out there and get your voice heard? They just blew me away. So one thing I would like to know is, where did theater start for you? Theater started for me. I... I kind of maybe have a little bit of a, your kind of a story. I wasn't ever involved with, with theater. I was just in school, but it happened in eighth grade. I was just in chorus. I was sitting in chorus class, the 500 kids that sit in your Ooh. everyday chorus class, you know. <laughs> um, and the teacher said, you have a nice voice. Have you ever thought about auditioning? We're going to start a drama club here at school. We're going to do your good man, Charlie Brown. Would you audition for that? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, sure. So I auditioned, and I got the role of Linus. And that's that. I always say that's that's it. That I did that role of Linus, and I have wanted to be. I wanted to be in every show, the high school, I, every show that we did. I wanted to do everything. Then I got involved in uh, very involved with community theater. I do not have a degree in um, in in theater or in or in performing arts. So. I guess, you know, some people can look down on me for that, I suppose. There's a role for us all. Um, you know, but it's like I, I did, I guess, through community theater, I uh, worked in theme parks for, for quite a bit of time, but I had some really strong directors in community theater, directors who were their high school drama directors, and so it wasn't like, you know, Joe Schmo off the street is right. directing this play. It was drama directors from schools that I was, you know, I was involved in. So I learned a lot from them, and I learned a lot of stuff from Kings Island that I thought I really probably learned just as much, I would think, as you'd learn in college. I mean, you know. <laughs> My community theater at home, there's Youngstown State University downtown. The president of the theater department and his wife, me and my fiance have dinner with them. They are also on the board at the Youngstown Playhouse. Right. The musical director, they come and they've done shows and they do things and they direct. I was like, I don't even need to go to school. I'm getting all of this for free. That's, and I mean, I, and I'm I just wasn't, eating it all up. It wasn't that I was trying to take the cheap route. I mean, you know, but it was I, like. I was. But, <laughs> but I had people say, you know, local colleges were doing things in the summertime. And uh, I had somebody say, you know, why don't you go up to Miami University which is right, you know, right up the street from uh, Hamilton and Oxford. And they said, in, in audition for their summer shows. They used to do three summer shows. I was like, okay, I'll go do that. Well, here <laughs> I go. No, exp I mean, no, I'm just the Joe Schmo walking in and was cast in their summer shows. So I always thought, you know, I'm learning and I have talent, I suppose, because I keep getting right. used. <laughs> I keep getting, you know, they're using it. And like I said, I tried out for Kings Island. I had no formal dance training, no formal, but I was able to do their dance audition and I was able to get in lots of show. I have, I have the whole show choir experience from all the way through school and doing the show choir camps and that. And um, so I, that, yeah, that's my, my whole thing is just people really taking an investment in me, but not me investing <laughs> in like, you know, heavy duty, expensive lessons and things. So I will say during that first week of rehearsals, like you, you made me want to go back home and do my own thing. I was like, you were just so sure of yourself with like everything that you were doing. You were like, okay, this is the choreography. I loved how you direct. I loved how the rehearsal process went. I also felt like I said, my friends are going to hate me when I get back home because if we did Shrek like this in two weeks, oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not taking anything less. 
because it was just like learning that choreography, like coming, you're coming in and just being so prepared and having everything. And then you're like, all right, I'm done. You can go. You can go. <laughs> I'm done. All right. And then that was just it. And it just was so organized and it was so precise. It was just such a good experience to oh, go good. through. And it was so That's good to hear. It's like clean and cut. And we, we talk about it all the time. I was like, oh, the, the rehearsal process, Corey, we always talk about how organized it was and how precise it was and how much it, how helpful it was for us to go, to um, experience that. Yeah. And I remember one day I was just watching you dance. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to, I'm going to create my own choreography because me and my fiance, we have our own cabaret series called Fierce Artistic Friends Live, Faf Live. Mm-hmm. And the reason I wanted to do it is because I wanted to you know, I thought we weren't going to be able to do anything else anywhere. So I was like, well, we're going to make our own stuff. And I wanted to give us our own opportunity to, on a stage to do whatever we wanted. So I've write, written my own songs, short stories, wow. monologues. And I was like, you know, I want to choreograph a dance. No matter how good or bad, no matter how it succeeds or fails, it. I just want to do it. And then that way I can learn mm-hmm. to get better. The same with the podcast. I had one um, over a year ago with like three of my friends and it turned into a lot of like, oh, I'm talking a lot. I have, I always want to do what I want to do. And I'm like, well, no, but I have thousands of ideas, like literally. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it on my own. I was so nervous. That's why I did it in a group the first time. Right. So I never went on auditions. I was, I've been nervous and afraid to do everything on my own. And just, like I said, the time from last year working up to, last year I paid so many bills from performing. I want that to pay all my bills, but I had to look at the progress and the accomplishments Mm -hmm. that I didn't make. I said, well, you know what? It paid a couple car notes. You know, I bought some food, (laughs) some groceries. I I did good. That's good. So next year, I want to pay more bills, and then I want this to be the nine to five, and then I can figure out how to get that big check the one day. You know, I want that real big check that's signed by Warner Mm -hmm. Brothers or somebody like that. (laughs) We're still working our way up there, but I also want to be that person who, who signs the check for someone. And being able to talk to everybody and learn the cast through our podcast and even seeing how excited, like, they were to listen to each other. Yes, that's been the name, yeah. We aren't all can't be best friends. You know, we vibe with people who are more similar to our Mm -hmm. personalities. Or, and then when you have, like, a perception of somebody, but then you get to listen to them, it's like, oh. Even my friends before I came here. you understand where they're coming from. It's exactly. Like, I understand why you were like that. Yeah. I learned more about my friends on the podcast, and I was like, wow, I thought, not that I didn't know some things about you, but I'm like, wow, I can't believe I was, I've learned this much about you in an hour conversation on a podcast. But it's been so much fun and tiring, and I just, it also goes to show, like, myself of how hard I'm willing to work to mm-hmm. achieve my, like now my brain, like I said, my friends are going to hate me when I go back home because I am a workaholic. I don't sleep that much. I'll be like, okay, I get a lot of my ideas from like 10 p.m. to like 4 a.m. So I'll just be up. And Trey is always like, come to bed. And I'm like, no, I'm writing us a hit. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing a hit. I'm writing a hit right now. You don't understand, but I'm writing a hit. And they just, my mind doesn't stop. And I have my little voice memos always. I have, I'm writing on napkins because I didn't. I couldn't believe, I can't believe now that I never believed that I could do, you know, whatever I wanted if I just believed in myself. And just being able to get more belief. One of my most proudest moments of myself for this last year and even being here is just how I react mentally. Being in a house with everybody who went to school at whatever college and not 
feeling insecure mm-hmm. about it. Right. I was proud at that versus the singing, the reviews. I was like, I'm just happy that I stayed together mentally. Right. I've had so many people, you know, people will say to me, why didn't you go to New York? Why didn't you ever? And it's like, I never felt secure that I was doing because I didn't, I didn't have the stuff. I didn't have, I didn't graduate from a college. I didn't, so I can't go to New York. I can't, that's not, you know, and then now that I'm in this process of I go and I have people audition for me for shows here and it's like, you went to college and <laughs> and, <laughs> and mommy and daddy paid and a pretty penny for it. A, and our, the college took a lot of money from you. Mm-hmm. And, and you know they weren't going to really, deny it. Uh, yeah, and I, it's like, so I think there's a real, I mean, it's, it's like, I sometimes wonder, do you really have to have the degree? To just do something that you or are, the talent. Have you heard just, any music a, today? A God-given talent that you're just good at what you do. So why did you have to have a bachelor of arts degree or a bachelor of science degree right. in acting? Exactly. And I finally decided. I tried to go back to school in 2014. I typed in my classes. I I met with a senior advisor. And as soon as I was like entering stuff in, they were like, oh, you can't come back. You owe all of this money. It broke my heart. I was like, why would y'all bring me up here for the last six days and not tell me that I was going to, it broke my heart because I was, I was like, I'm going to do it. I have the courage to. So then I just went back. I was like, I'm going to do community theater. I'll figure it out. I've been thankful to have friends who've like who I've been like going on to do work. Mm-hmm. One of my close friends, he's just was on the national tour for um, Finding Neverland. Wow. So we've been friends for years. We did community theater for years. He's one of those people who were like had quality around me that like forced me or mm-hmm. pushed me to be greater also. So I've been thankful to have a group of friends back home who we work so hard with each other and we push to like go further. But, um, you know, we are always our own toughest critics. So I had to create the image of James Major Burns in my head and become his biggest fan right. so I could like stay above water and not be so insecure about anything. Well, I'd have to say, watching you from, from audition all the way through this whole process, you then saying that you don't have the degree or you don't have the, it's, that does not come. You would think you are an extremely professional with with credits from school and I mean yeah no I mean and, it's, and it doesn't lessen you that you don't right. but I'm just saying you would in a mindset look at you as a performer and and be like okay well I wonder what school where did he graduate from I didn't realize from? how many of the kids in the cast like the younger people than me because I'm 28 so mm-hmm. they're 19 and 20 so I call them kids too I didn't realize how many of them until we did the podcast thought I was from um, New York New York because I've been saying, I was like, no, I live in Ohio. I live four hours away. I've been saying that like this whole time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I read your bio. I, maybe you didn't read mine, but. Uh, oh, I've had people say, I, Shrek, Jason, mm-hmm. where did he go to school? Where Where did you find Shrek? Just up. He, he actually lives, lives three minutes down he the street. He lives just up about two blocks here in, Frank, in Franklin. Real, And it's like, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I know All people, those are, people, aren't people from are gonna New York gasp. City. It doesn't have to be from New York. I mean, you know, there's talent everywhere. But all of the people I mean, in New York City, they're not. Corey is from Connecticut. Sarah's oh, from Massachusetts. Right. New we, York they is all the, go to New York City right. and then they put That's that stamp on from. you and they send you out and like you're a New mm-hmm. Yorker. No, you were built were in your right. in your home and then they go and there. Tra- and it's like all the private schools who take all the great kids out of oh, the yes. local schools and they're uh-huh. like, oh, we're great. Well, yeah, because you took all of our good students, you took everybody. the smart that's ones, right. the athletes. So, like, we are homegrown, mm-hmm. and that's I'm I'm 
proud to be like that type of person. Preach it, brother. We're, we are homegrown. <laughs> and me and Mary found out like we were like the two people who didn't like go to school. Right. And like kind of we kind of bonded off of that. I was like, I didn't go to school either. I was like, hey. It's just like again and I'm older than her, so I was just letting her know. I was like, uh, you know, you don't need to feel mm -hmm. insecure at all. You're so talented. Oh, yeah. Especially when people, I see how they look at us sometimes or how they look at me sometimes, and they're like, oh, you're just so talented. I was like, well, so are you, and we're on the same stage. So, you mm -hmm. know, like, never forget that. I always have been telling people, the people who you, inspire you also draw inspiration from you. Right. So never think that anybody's better than you as a person. People will be more talented than you, but that means nothing because they can walk into an audition and they be like, hey, we're just not looking for your type today. Right. So it doesn't make you talentless. And I've been learning all of those things in like this last year. And again, I, I was thinking like it was, I, I felt like I just saw the ceiling and the door, but now like I, there's this open door and all of this like field now and I can just see past that point. Right. And I talked to this guy so, um, some time ago. His name is Christopher Fidrum. And he was just telling me how sometimes actors hit plateaus in, in life. And I was just like, no, not me. It's not going to be me. <laughs> I'm going to keep being creative. And, but I was just like, I just felt like I couldn't see the, a future for myself. And it was right. like driving me crazy. But with everything that I've been through and being here, I just feel like it's just like this wide new horizon. And I was just like, wow, there's so many things that I can do. I need to start here. I'm going to keep this podcast going. I'm going right. to keep improving and working on myself as a performer on stage and off stage, just as James Major Burns. I want, I want my songs to be in movies. I want you to be watching a movie, and I want a song that I wrote to come up. Because mo those moments, when Jack and Rose are on the... Um, ship and they're about to go down and the people with um, the violinists and the um, right. the um, strings, everybody knows that song. It's that moment when the <laughs> ship is crashing but you still hear that music and everyone remembers it. And that's what I want my music to do. That's the moments that's I nice. want to create for people as Donkey. I want them to five years from now be able to smile and laugh and laugh hard at something that they saw us do here. Mm -hmm. Just moments in time. So, uh, it's been lovely having you here. Are there any awesome. questions that you would like to ask me? I can ask of you. I guess uh, I was going to just say what's next for you, but I think you've kind of... Um, doing Dream Girls. I'm actually going to right. also be performing at Akron Pride um, on August 24th. And that's like two Saturdays from tomorrow. And there's this singer. Her name, her name is Deborah Cox. She's an R&B singer from the 90s. But she has an amazing voice. So just being able to like perform on the same stage that she's performing on. And this is like the big Akron Pride. Last year I performed at a smaller one. It was like Akron Black Pride. But this mm -hmm. is like big yeah. Akron Pride. And I'm performing by myself. And me and my fiance have been performing together as a, a duo right. for the like last two years. So now I'm learning how to get my vision across. How to put my personality and my performance and everything I do, like I say, I wanted to walk into that, um, into the audition. And I asked my friend, who's the president of the theater department, I was like, before I left, I said, "Is this okay? Like, can I do this?" He was just like, "If that's who you are, right. that you can do that." Because I'm not knowing if like that's inappropriate or if they're gonna be like, "Get out." <laughs> would you rather do that, or would you rather do? Donk, you know what I'm saying? Would you rather do a play, a musical, or would you rather just do your I, Cabaret. I would. I'm. I'm not sure because I love performing, like, p 
period. period. All around just performing, being on a stage, being on this podcast and just talking and interacting. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I love theater. It's almost like 50-50 for me because I want to create my own stuff. Like right. I want to get to the point to where I can take my cabaret series here, here, and here. Like I said, I want to be able to sign checks. I want to be able to make money while I'm sleeping. That's, that's my goal. <laughs> I'll, I'll, that's, those are like the goals I have. And I, I can't remember what I was watching, um, but somebody was like, uh, and it was some type of celebrity or whatever, they were talking on a show, I don't know if it was an interview, but they were talking about how you look at yourself and how somebody, they were talking about somebody looking at themselves at a young age and considering themselves like legendary at a young age and people were thinking he was crazy until all of the years passed by and he became exactly what he saw. So that's kind of how I'm, I've been viewing myself. Like I always say that I'm one of the greatest and that doesn't make mean that you're not one of the greatest also right. but I just feel that way so I want to be performing I want to continue to do both I want to still be able to uh, like Billy Porter two weeks out of the year a month out of the year he can come back and he can be Lola but he's also on Pose on Fox and whatever else he's doing you know I, I really don't want to sleep until I'm dead so I will be <laughs> on the stage as James Major Burns or James Major Burns as so and so I'm going to keep auditioning for stuff, but I, um, in the meantime, like when those things aren't happening, I'm all, always going to continue right. working on my craft and trying to improve everything and just elevate. That's just what, that's my new word. Um, my new like goal for this next year is to elevate and to make it happen for myself. Cause I can't wait on anyone else to make it happen for me. Right. Don't worry. Yeah, that's right. So do you want to let the people know like where they can find you? Do you have like social media? I'm so horrible with all that <laughs> stuff. I'm terrible with all that. Where to find me? Just come to Lock Comedian. Lock Comedian. Hey, at could CB. be right at the desk. Right. I, I'm either at the, I'm either up, up at the front office or, or the I'm, shed. Uh, and over there in the workshop and you might think I'm painting something. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you can find me on Facebook. I guess that's about the, I don't do any of the others. I don't do those things. That's okay. I understand. I don't tweet or tweet. Tweeter. Uh, okay. <laughs> Any last words for the Shrek cast? I just wish everyone the best. I, it's just, this is going to be one of those. I'm going to have a little lump, I think, on Sunday. And I, I'm not around on Sunday. Sunday's like my day off because we had an attack. I know. That's right. So, Go ahead. Take your time. So it won't be, I won't be around Sunday, but I certainly, I just wish everyone the absolute best. It just it's reminded me, I have a, a little gift for you. It's in my, in my room. I, I will go and grab it before I leave, but um, I'm like, no. oh, I have something for you. No, but I, mean, I want to thank you so well, thank you much. This for many, whole experience. Many thank you for many, many things. has been great, and I'm so happy that I got a chance to meet you, and hopefully, you never know, we'll be back. I see a couple of things next year I'm thinking about uh, auditioning for, no. so I would good, love good. to come back. I'm just like, you know, depending on where the world takes me and where I'll be. Right. Um, I had a great experience here, and this like Wonderful. has been Good. when I, my first week here. I was I told myself I was like I feel like I really have experienced happiness, and not just because of this, but because this was like the that puzzle piece that was like missing, and then being able to be so happy in my relationship. I'm so excited to get married. My fiance is directing Dreamgirls, May 16th, 2020. He's directing Dream Girls. He's doing what he loves to do. And we've just like been pushing each other to grow. And us being able to do that together is just like I've just been extremely happy. And it made me realize that happiness is is comes in moments also. Mm -hmm. And you have to work to be happy. And I was just like, oh. 
30 years old is making me wise. I'm like, I'm just more relaxed and I'm just... It's a good thing you don't have hair because it'd be gray. I say that all the time. If I had any hair, it'd be out. I'd pull it out. You'd pull it out or it'd oh, be really goodness. gray. Well, I want to thank you so much. Oh, thank you. This has been James Major Burns and the director of Shrek the Musical, Mr. Chris Beiser. Bye, people. Bye. <laughs>